0: Welcome back listeners to another episode of the new standard and joining me as always to my left. I have my partner in crime, Neil Kulong. What's happening, Neil? I'm
1: enjoying another aftermath of the game. Lance Um, seems to get worse and worse. It's a dream that we can't wake up from. Steelers football is in about as bad of shape. I think we've seen it. Um, Probably in 2013, they were 0-4. I'd put this on that level pretty easily. In some ways, I might even say it was worse. But it's uh, bad, and I'm just kind of going over that and getting prepared to work, as I usually do, late into Sunday, dealing with stuff around the NFL wire network. And while I enjoy that, it definitely is a lot more fun when the Steelers actually win a game. Uh, or at is. least compete, which they don't do anymore. So
0: It is. It is. and And, and I think I've trained myself. Uh, you know, now that I'm you know, 51 years of age, I've kind of trained myself to try not to be as disappointed after losses. I try to remove myself from it emotionally to a certain extent, uh, but it is much better and it's much more fun to do this program when they are winning. The tone of the program is better. It's more positive. There's more energy. It's just better. But I've also come to realize, you know, being 51, that mm-hmm. this is part of the process. You are not you are not preordained to win every year. It is not the right of the Steelers. It's something that has to be earned. And right now, you know, they're not playing good enough football. But before we jump into the thoughts of the game, want to give a big shout out to all the sponsors of the show, Calibaba. Baba. you can go to calibaba.com, Great Dads versus Everybody, Shop Supreme Queen, assist the score. Check out the UK Steelers podcast, Steelers Landing, and check out the new program from Steelers Chat. Also, if you want to listen to the show via podcast platform, and it's on all platforms, so whatever platform you go to to get your podcast, do a search for the New Standard, you will find it, and you will also find out you can find the show on YouTube by doing a search for the New Standard with my name, Lance Williams, or Neil Kulong, or both, and you'll find the program. But when I was looking at this game, you know, it felt about—I just thought of missed opportunities. That there were a lot of missed opportunities on this game offensively. But, bef- but before I go into that, I, I do want to say, come on, CBS. You know, wh- why? I mean, I understand the rules and stuff like that. But gee, Manise, I had to watch an overtime game of the Jets and Titans. So the one positive play offensively where Ben looked frisky and a little bit young, I missed because <laughs> I was watching an overtime game of the Titans and the Jets why don't you describe that play and why don't you describe just overall how the offense looked because I have a follow-up question how the offense looked in the first quarter and and what does that say about the plan that they came into with this game the offensive plan the game plan and does it say anything to you about where this offense could go moving forward
1: (laughs) where it could go um straight in the dung heap is where it can go. I mean, it, it was <laughs> the first play. Let's, let's stay with this. It was really exciting. They, they were looking pretty good. Let, let's say this generally too. I thought Najee Harris played a really good game. He played a big boy game today. Um, he looked much more deci- decisive and uh, powerful running the ball. He got the ball and ran forward hard, regardless of who was there. I, I want to give him a thumbs up for, for this game more than anything else. And it looked like that early on. Um, First carry, he took a 10 yards, I think. Um, I had a legitimate bet with people whether the Steelers would get a first down on their first drive of the game. That's how bad it's been. And they got to about midfield, and it was really crazy to see them at the opponent's you know 50-yard line to start off a game. And it, Ben got pretty good protection. He dropped back. He had to, to move a little bit to create a little bit more space. And uh, the Packers had put Jair Alexander on Deontay Johnson on, on the right side, the offensive right side and Johnson got behind him Ben hit him with a real nice throw. Johnson made a nice move to get underneath and and around Alexander made the play and scored a touchdown. It it was, it was crazy. It's been forever since we've seen them score um, a a touchdown on an opening drive, even in the first quarter. I mean, it's, it was fun. It was exciting. Um, I think they got a stop on the next drive. Um, by the time you all tuned in, though, it went downhill. Literally, CBS kicked the feed in for the rest of the country, and the Packers scored like seven seconds later, and that was yeah. it. So good work, Lance. I, I'm blaming you for that. Yeah,
0: my dad said it was our fault. He said it, he said it was oh, our fault. I know fault, it wasn't
1: Danny. mine. I saw the good things. I saw <laughs> yeah. the good plays. Yeah, he he I said know what you guys was, were
0: doing. He, he said it was our fault. Do you think from that 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 start that they had, is, is that something that they could build on? Because when I look at this game, it, it's about missed opportunities to me. And, you know, I have to ask the question. We didn't want to title the program, is Big Ben washed or is he just rinsed? Because I think there's a difference between washed and rinsed. I think washed is you don't have any... Washed is Dan Marino at the end. You know, that that's washed up. Rinsed is... He's good enough to keep himself healthy, make a play here or there. They probably do not win. And he just kind of rides off into the sunset. Not YA tittle-ish, but just, you know, he's just a diminished player, so he's rinsed, and so they just kind of ride off into the sunset. Washed also, what for me, signifies they have to go in another direction immediately. That's Washed. So I don't think he's there. I think he's rinsed. But there's a problem with the missed throws. I think he's, I think it's what you said last week. I don't know if he's seeing ghosts or if he has the yips. His feet don't look settled in the pocket. He doesn't look like he trusts his protection. And I don't think he should. And, and I think his mechanics are just off. And that's why he's missing some things. Those throws that he missed in this game, unfortunately, with, in terms of missed opportunities, had he made those throws, this is a much more competitive game. I'm not going to say they win, but I think Ben is rinsed. I'm not necessarily washed. I I think he's definitely rinsed, though.
1: Okay. I I didn't understand what you meant by rinsed and washed, given those definitions. I I hear what you're saying. I I understand it. Thinking about it more after you've said it, Ben's washed. I I don't understand how you could think he's anything other than that. He was god awful today he was really (laughs) bad it's coming in the comments already i think melvin's so excited to talk about this he's commented the same thing a couple times already he was terrible today the throws he missed were were not you can't miss those as an nfl quarterback and you know what the thing is he had time today they protected him today he had the ability to make throws down the field he just missed everything at one point he almost hit a cameraman in, on a ball that was much more competitive for that guy with a 50-pound piece of equipment on his shoulder than it was for Deontay Johnson. He missed Juju twice, and I don't think it was – I think it might have been a little bit of hyperbole by Tony Romo saying those were both touchdown catches. One of them, I think, had a decent shot at it. The other one, a, a, probably a, a okay shot. Those were big plays that they left on the field. I guarantee you, whenever Ben speaks to the media, that's what he's going to say. I did this. I did this. It wasn't my best game. It's on me. Blah 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 blah. He can't do it. it it's. I'm sorry. It's just. I. I don't want to see it either. And believe me, nobody wants to see Mason Rudolph out on the field any less than I do. But whatever they do, it's irrelevant to the point that Ben Roethlisberger is not going to be a successful quarterback in the NFL over the next 13 games. He's just not. He had the opportunity to do that today. He could have. He didn't. He's done. You, you're not going to get anything more from him. I still don't think Mason Rudolph is going to give you anything better, but I, I don't think it's all that far off before Ben gets an injury and that that's going to be kind of the end of it. I, I, they're going to give him every opportunity to want to get back in, but he looks worse and worse every week. He's a fighter. I love that about him. I, I wish he had it. But this is why they say that this is a boxing term probably more than anything else. You have to protect people from themselves sometimes. And I really think that that's the point that Ben is at. Of course, he wants to go out there and play. They're going to make him take him off the field. I love that about him. But if I'm the guy in charge right now, I'm probably taking him off the field because he could not really have played worse today than he did. And I, I think he's going to get hurt eventually. It's just he, he looks terrible. He can't move. He can't throw. There's not really anything that he can do. And it, it's it's sad. It's unfortunate. But that's the point that he's at.
0: The reason I, I love doing the show with you, Neil, is you keep it 100. I mean, you 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 keep it absolutely 100. You do not mince it, and I and I love that. And you provide a perspective that a lot of our listeners don't get to hear, uh, particularly from people in the media and people who have been behind closed doors so to speak if if we look at this forward because you know and watching ben play you know that offensive line it is very inconsistent in pass protection i don't think he has the ability to protect himself um the other thing with ben is that last throw in the cover too was just a terrible throw he throws that right in the coverage and there's a pick and even tony romo who likes to protect quarterbacks even just said look that's a bad read Hit Ben's was, mental I would game. say he
1: was covering up for Ben a lot. Yes, he, game, was to yes he, he was today. Yes, he a was. Yes, he was today. By the end of it, he wasn't. But it, it, he he saw a lot of bad stuff in that game. There's no way. He y- did yes,
0: that. he did. Yes, he did. And he tried to cover it up. Let let us let, go down to let, let let's walk this down. Let's let's walk this forward. Ben's washed. I'm gonna say rinse, but I really wanted to say washed. I wanted you to say washed because you're gonna say it better than I could say it. I said Wouldn't washed. Be- but, but I'm still saying washed. <laughs> You're still sand right washed. on washed. Acid washed. <laughs> spin <laughs> cycle of washing. That's where spin we are. Cycle. Acid washed. Whatever it is. <laughs> so let's just say. And if you guys are 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 young, you may not know that term. Neil probably is still old enough to under, to know what acid washed jeans. I have older.
1: I have older siblings. I have older okay. siblings. I, I the, found it out from them. But
0: no. <laughs> okay, they had acid washed <laughs> jeans. Okay, so you know acid washed jeans. Look it up. If you're young, acid-washed jeans were the rage in the 80s. You know, we have ripped jeans in the 80s that were acid-washed and tapered and all that stuff. But walk us behind the curtain, you Neil. Know, how does this work? If he gets binged, how does this decision happen? Is, is this a decision between Ben? Is this the ownership? Is this uh, Colbert? Is this Tomlin? Is this a meeting of the minds of all the power players in the organization coming together to say, OK, Ben, we're going to bench you because it, it, I can't imagine he's going to get sandbagged or surprised by this. And I would imagine that he's part of this decision because they don't want to embarrass him at this point.
1: No, definitely not. And that that, to be honest, is the bulk of it. And I know that people are I'm not even going to look at the comments as, as I'm saying this. People aren't going to like it. They're not going to agree with it. But the reality is the Steelers operate with a sense of morality, with a sense of humility And they put their people above everything else. Ben is one of their people. Ben, keep in mind, had to take a pay cut this season for them to get whatever festering dung heap of a team they have right now on the field. They'd be even worse if Ben didn't take a pay cut. Okay? they took a pay cut. He took a pay cut really to to stay on the team. It would have been more painful for them to cut him in the offseason. That would have hurt both of them a lot more. But Ben is the guy that has to accept that offer. He has to take that, you know, in the pocketbook as well as the reputation in order for him to stay for this season, which he was contracted contracted to do to begin with. He didn't have to do that uh, for himself. He didn't have to do that for the team. The team needed him to do it, though, and he did. They're not benching him after four games, okay? They're, they're just not. They're not going to have him go out like that. I don't think they did Terry Bradshaw all that bad, and look what look how that turned out. What are they going on a forty year feud now? They're not going to do that with Ben Roethlisberger, Um, the most arguably one of the most successful players in team history, the best quarterback, best offensive player in team history, my opinion, the second best player in team history behind Joe Green. They're not going to have him go out negatively if that means that this team doesn't get to experience all the the glory of mason rudolph over two-thirds of a season then i'm sorry steelers fans mason's just gonna have to wait until next year okay they're not gonna bench him um he has played terribly i have no doubt in my mind they're not going to win much with him but this is why i said i don't think this team is going to win much this year ben doesn't have a whole lot left they're not helping him at all at some point though Najee harris might crack the 100 yard mark he climbed all the way up to 62 this game i want to point that out 4.1 4.1 yards per carry, which is a, a career high for him. Uh, one touchdown ties a career high for him. They were hoping to get a lot more out of their running game than they have, and I think we're seeing steps in that in the right direction on those lines. Okay, so Ben can be washed up, rinsed off, Russian bathed, whatever it is. <laughs> they're not going to take him out, they're going to try to find ways to win with him because, truthfully, too. I don't think that Ben is going to be any worse than what Mason Rudolph would be. I really don't. Wow. And I, 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 Rudolph has earned that. He's earned that. He reputation. He he's has. been out there. He's not an unknown commodity. He's got a lot of starts under his belt. He's sucked and he's been okay. Okay. Ben can probably, you know, turn back the scales of time here and figure out how to wait figure a way to, to get to okay. I, I don't think that's impossible. It, it, they'll do what they need to do overall, but they're not taking Ben out of the game.
0: So this ends with Ben getting hurt.
1: Probably. So this—that's—that's
0: that's what it sounds like. It sounds like with Ben taking an injury and they're slow walking him back, where it's an injury where they're just pushing it further along down the road. Where they're saying, "Well, he might not be back. Well, he's—he's he's questionable. Oh, he didn't practice, and they keep pushing it down the road, and it kind of just stops Ben Roethlisberger from playing this year.
1: Let's let's speak At to some Grayson. point that had to happen.
0: You know? Yes, you I weren't going yeah. to get like a. a
1: You Look at Jerome Bettis, for example. Jerome Bettis, because they won the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl that was played in Detroit, and Jerome Bettis is from Detroit, everybody knows that. The fact that they won the Super Bowl, one of the worst played Super Bowls in history, the fact they won that game completely masked over the fact that Jerome Bettis choked at the two-yard line in the divisional playoffs, a game they should not have won in, in, in a lot of ways because of that fumble. He would have been dogged for the rest of his career. They bailed him out. They saved him. Steelers fans are the only ones that really talk about that play anymore. It's usually because somebody knows the guy who had the heart attack in Permanis or whatever when when the play happened. Legacy is important to Pittsburgh. They're not going to let Ben Roethlisberger have a bad one. He can have a bad season. Jerome Bettis didn't do a thing in 2005, yet he was the first one running out of the tunnel because he was the captain or whatever. No, he, he was the veteran leader. You want that around. You want to be able to honor that. You want to be able to, to sacrifice and play for that. But if that's the best player you have, you're in real trouble. And that's where the Steelers are today.
0: But let me ask you from this from this direction. And Grayson Brown wrote, and I, and I disagree a little bit with what Grayson is saying. I'd be hard-pressed to believe Ben gets benched. I agree there. I don't think he's going to get benched. I think Ben will have to get hurt to no longer play. <laughs> Ben's going to get killed. And the way this offensive line has him getting hits, it could happen. Not wishing it on him, but it could happen. I was the only one who believed he should have been gone in 2018. The loyalty of Ben is setting back the franchise three-plus years, unfortunately. I'm not sure of that statement. I I just think at some point in time, you come to a crossroads in an organization. You've You've had a franchise player for 18 years. At some point in time, it ends, and there is a transition. There's no such thing as a succession plan in the National Football League. The succession plan, again, like we talked about last week, is you lose, you draft a quarterback high in the first round, and hopefully that quarterback plays very well. So I'm not sure if the loyalty to Ben is setting the franchise back three-plus years, but to get to the point that Grayson is making is when does Ben become selfish in this? When does Ben become selfish in this when he realizes at some point that he can't do it, right, and that it might be best for the organization for – Haskins and or Rudolph to play to have that evaluation continue to see what the organization will do next year because there's no way Ben returns next year so at what point in time you know does Ben have to take a step back put his ego aside and say look I need to sit for the for the for the betterment of the organization so they can make an evaluation on what they want to do moving forward for the quarterback position.
1: If you want my opinion, start back in in 2018, which is what the the original comment was suggesting. The Steelers shouldn't have continued to restructure his contract and give him an extension. If they didn't want him, they shouldn't have signed him. It's not Ben who did that. It was the team. They wanted to create cap space because, and Steelers fans hate this theory because it makes no sense to them for some reason. The Steelers tried to go all in. The the proverbial all in thing, which is always the the natural transition from Pirates fans to Steelers fans, they think football operates that way. The Steelers spent to the cap, they tagged Bud Dupree. They put all their all their chips on the table last year. Okay. They tried to go all in for a Super Bowl last year. It was the best they could have done. And frankly, if you looked at that defense through the first four or five games, they probably make something happen. But the defense fell apart. The offense couldn't hold it up. It didn't work. You know, that, that, that's, that's football. 31 teams lose the Super Bowl every year. You know, it, it, it's not anything that the Steelers failed at necessarily. They did all they could with what they had. That kicked Ben's money into this year. To do what they did to lower the cap for this season as well as take on a charge for next year, they had to get Ben to agree to the pay cut, the restructured deal with with the void years It was what they had to do. So, in other words, the price they paid trying to go all in last year, which you're not going to hear any Steelers fans say that they don't want to go all in. We should go for a Super Bowl. The problem is, as it was raised in the comments earlier, too, who would you replace Ben with right now? Phillip Rivers? There isn't a quarterback who's good out anywhere. You can't just acquire a good quarterback. You're saying there is no – sorry, I I stumped on the word – there is no transition plan for a quarterback in the NFL. I agree with that. A lot of it is luck, and the rest of it is timing and opportunity. Week four is not the time to go find a quarterback. You're not going to be able to do that. So you got to dance with who you brought, and that that's really where the Steelers are. If you want to see Mason Rudolph, if you really need more evaluation on Mason Rudolph, you're going to have to bench Ben to get it because Ben took less money to come back here to play his last season, under which, once again, he had a signed contract to play. People that try to put this on Ben, his selfishness, in, in what way is he being selfish? He's, he's not even getting paid what he was scheduled to make. If anything, he sacrificed something to come back. Now, you know, I, I hope he doesn't do us any more favors, but for now, what you have is a bad quarterback who doesn't have any reason to go away anytime soon, and he's not going to. So this is what you've got. At the same time, though, are you preparing for a Super Bowl run with this team? The game today wasn't as bad as much as as the defense was horrible today. We haven't seen them play that undisciplined in a long time. They exposed the entire secondary. We can now officially start to say that Minka Fitzpatrick is not having a good season because that, to me, is a third game in a row. He hasn't played very well. I get that they threw a flag and he blocked a kick. He's not getting paid to block kicks. He's getting paid to play free safety and make plays in the game, and he flat out isn't doing that. So, you've got other problems here other than just Ben, although Ben is a fair and justified problem.
0: Yeah, they're in a weird way because even if you look at their offense from the perspective of you have to cater it towards the defense where you try to possess the ball more, you try to shorten the game, you try to keep scores low to try to play the time of possession and kind of move the sticks and not necessarily try to throw it a ton and get big explosive plays to keep the score down, the defense is not playing well. You know, you have the Alulu injury. Who knows when Tua is going to come back? And so they're not what they were. And, and, and TJ Watt did not play well today. You know, he looked like a guy One that of his worst was games in a while. He was you know, he looked like day. he was really trying to, to 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 try to give the Joe College effort, so to speak, going back home to Wisconsin. <sighs> But he did not look right. And I'm just wondering if anybody can comment on the live chat. I think that T.J. Watt gets credited for a sack late in the game where he touched down Aaron Rodgers behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, but I'm not sure of that. If anybody knows, I was just wondering if he got a sack for that. I was like, wow, that's a garbage sack. But
1: did he celebrate the way he did on the trip that didn't get called? I, no, I no, 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 so no, he didn't.
0: No. Uh, so Double what, H responded. Was, oh, he man, was, he was stat was padding. He was stat padding in the game. Well, uh, could like they,
1: they snap the ball, you play the game. I have no problem.
0: Yeah, he with that touched though. them down. Yeah, Mike, he is I don't have.
1: Yeah, he got credit um, with two sacks today. This is without question the worst two sack performance I have ever it, seen. It, it's of it's pretty player. bad. He and, did and do a thing today.
0: And and the funny thing is, and and you know, you know, I want to thank the uh, the person who shall never be named, uh, who gave me the thought around. You know, again, and we come back to it. You know, what do you do well that they don't do well? And, you know, just right now, we go to it every single week. Zero things. Um, they don't do <laughs> Zero anything. things well. They don't do anything well. <laughs> and, you know, we can complain as fans about, you know, the missed offsides call, you know, been missing some passes and some opportunities. I-, I thought the offense looked a little bit better. You know, I think it's incremental. I think it's baby steps. Yeah. But I just don't think. Right now, this team is not going to compete for the playoffs. I think we all know that right now because, again, the division is very good. The AFC North is very good. Each team has three wins. I mean, that's just – I mean, that just is what it is. You know, as you move forward, let's say – and the Steelers play who next? Denver. Who do they play after that? I think it's Seattle. Denver and
1: Cleveland. Denver, excuse me. Denver, Seattle, bye. And they're begging to get to the bye right now.
0: I mean – I, I'm trying to find some positive in this, and it, it, it's, it's very, it, it's very difficult. Because is there any positive <laughs> if they lose the next two games but look better offensively? I mean, what is no. this team? Need to, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, so I'm, trying find, I'm trying to <laughs> find, I'm trying to find well, some hey. positive because I mean, without even looking at Denver, I think they're going to lose. I mean, this is a team that can't score points. I mean, no. you're going up against Vic Fangio. I don't want to jump in front of the bus. You know, too early and talk about next week against Denver. I mean they're going up against a Fangio defense. I mean, Talkin they about might next play week Drew... is better than talking about this week. I mean you know, they I mean, but I'm just trying to I mean, you know, as double H would say in the comments, playoffs. I've heard of such wonders in legend and old lore. Playoffs. Playoffs. I mean, you I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I get know. the feeling that's going to
1: be the title of the next week of next week's show after I mean, look, after a twenty seven to six loss
0: to the Broncos. <laughs> you It's just are you kidding me. You know, I think the Playoffs. only positive they, I think the next four, or the next five are at home, right? I mean, that might be the positive. At least they don't have to get on a plane. No, they haven't
1: won a game at home.
0: Yeah, they haven't won a game in at home in
1: ten months. They're but not I'm a good trying, I'm trying to. I'm
0: trying to scratch out that positive. At least they don't. This bad offense doesn't have to go on the road to deal with if, crowd noise.
1: If you want a positive, I honestly, I think the offensive line played better today than than they I have.
0: did. I, I and that. granted,
1: that bar is set pretty low, but it, it, it's it's improvement. And I've said that all season long. The main thing you're going to see with them is they're going to suck at the beginning because they're they're really young. They don't know what they're doing. Their left tackle blocks like a tight end, which we saw several times a day, too. But as a unit, they played a lot better today than they have. That's why they were successful running the ball. A running back had over four yards a carry. When's the last time that happened? Bell? They haven't had anybody be able to run the ball. Pre- I thought Najee looked pretty good. The game got away from him. He could have been more of a factor if, if it was, you know, perhaps a, a tighter game. And they started throwing past the sticks on fourth down every now and again. Maybe that'll help. Okay.
0: Okay. Speak. speak Neil. Well, talk me off the bridge, and and I think you were right. Um, I, I think you were right on Twitter when you posted that they've run five fourth down plays, and every pass has been behind the stairs. Uh, I I'm, I mean I mean I know that the pass protection is inconsistent, spotty, bad, whatever you want to say. Then
1: fine, you're going for it on fourth down. You can't blame your offensive line for not yes. being able to do anything if you're going for it on fourth down. Punt then, kick the field goal. You you can't. <laughs> You can't half-ass that decision, okay? The first one, let's get this straight right now. That was not a play call. The first one that he swung out to Harris in the flat, that was no different than last week against Cincinnati. was the same thing. He sees the blitz coming and decides to dump it off way short of the sticks. There's no blocking out there, okay? It was not a design play. There are guys running routes. Ben didn't look at them at all because immediately his reaction is, get the ball, go short. They're coming in. That's where I'm designed to go with the ball. He, last week, I I passively accused him of not knowing the down. And I'm not even 100% sure I'm not right about that. The next step to this, frankly, is he doesn't want to hold on to the ball. You know, if anybody happened to watch the Vikings-Browns game, at the end of that, you know, hope is is fading away for the Vikings, fourth and, and six or something like that. Kirk Cousins drops back. He's not even done with his drop, and he's getting uh, uh, crushed by Clowney and Garrett at the same time. He has nowhere to go. He steps up. As he's going down and doesn't have a receiver anywhere, he vainly just kind of throws the ball forward. Really kind of pathetic and stupid looking, but that's your mindset on fourth down as a quarterback. You do not get sacked on fourth down. You have to get rid of the ball. You have to throw it somewhere. Cousins had no chance of any kind on that play. Ben didn't even give the play that, and he wasn't even pressured when he got rid of the ball. He dumped it off immediately. That's not the play call, okay? The play call had to go down the field a little bit. The other fourth down, I, I forget what happened on that. He threw it short, I think, to Washington, Washington might have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. Whatever it was, he got rid of the ball immediately. I, I don't know what else there is to, to describe that. I'm also not somebody that's going to say every time, a a, a guy has to catch the ball past the sticks on fourth down. That's a requirement. That's not the case. You have really athletic guys. You get them to him short, and there's a lot of room on a football field that you can get north and and go forward unless you're Deontay Johnson, of course, whatever the hell it is that he did on that third down, or maybe it was fourth down. Not a good situation for the Steelers receivers (laughs) once again today. But the, the point is Ben can deliver the ball. Ben can sit in the pocket He's done it, he just doesn't for some reason on fourth down. And I think somebody tell me if I'm wrong. I, I'm not gonna go back and count it. I'm not in the mood, but I think they're they're like 0 for five on fourth downs. They haven't run once, they've thrown five times. I think four of the five at least have been behind 6. the line of scrimmage when he threw it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I don't know you know what you're precise. gonna do with that every yeah.
1: time, but we know what they're gonna do the next fourth down that they run into. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet it's gonna be in the third quarter when they're down 17 points to Denver next week.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if it's 0 for five, but I think it's it's pretty much even if it's not five and it's five throws by the line, so it's it's about that. It feels like that. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not it, far off. If that's yeah, it's not, not far the right off.
1: number, it's just it, it's amazing that. These aren't called. These aren't the play calls. Like it, it wasn't a screen pass. There's nobody out with Najee. Najee is swinging out. He's one on one with a cornerback. Okay, that's a pretty athletic guy. And Jair Alexander can tackle. He's really good. Najee's not getting past that guy in the open field very often. Not from that spot. Not after he turns to catch the ball. Not with a head of steam. There's nobody else supporting uh, his running effort there. And the entire linebacking crew is coming down from the middle of the field. He's not going to get there. There's no way without any help at all. If they want Najee Harris in space, great. Give him some help. Set him up a screen. Don't do what you're doing. It's because he's not doing it. That's the outlet. That's the check down. If this guy's coming here, throw over here because you got one on one on this side. Najee Harris isn't going to make NFL cornerbacks miss in space. Okay, it's it's not going to happen.
0: I like Mr. Tummy's perspective. The positive is you get to evaluate talent and see who to keep next year because I think this is, like we've said so often at nauseum, that this is a three-year plan. And I, and I think it's what they checked off this year is they checked off the running game. You got the tight end. You got the running back. Next year, you might get an interior offensive lineman drafted in the first round with a wide receiver that's actually a burner then next year it might be well obviously it's going to be a quarterback too you're gonna to, you're gonna try to identify a quarterback pretty high on in the, the list pretty high on the list they, in they, the next several awesome. drafts so you're gonna identify <laughs> a quarterback a lot. absolutely one of them's gonna work it's it's so this is gonna be this is gonna be a plan and a puzzle piece um you know that that they start putting the pieces together it would have gone over much better for Steeler fans, again, if it was not sexy tanking. When you put Ben Roethlisberger on the face of it, it implies, particularly because you started the season last year, 11-0, and 0, that you're competing for a championship. You you also go out and you get Schobert, who I think looked better in this game today. I thought you saw some of the things that they liked about Schobert, particularly in coverage. Um, you go out and you get, you know, you sign TJ Watt to the big deal. You go out, get Schobert. You do some things in free agency. So you give the guys that you're really trying to compete. But it is what it is. I don't think you see the Steelers out there saying anything different. They're just saying the standard, you know, we're just trying to get better game by game, so on and so forth, you know, yada, yada, yada. But before we get out of here, let me give you my pet peeves. And. and you can speak to this, Neil, being a, a, an accredited member of the media. Here's one of my biggest pet peeves: is media guys that apologize for players and who advocate for players. That's one of my biggest issues, and <laughs> I see, and, and I see you laughing, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> and, and trying and, to I, hide, and I, and I and I and I see you laughing. I, I think you
1: could probably accuse all of us about, for that. No, point.
0: you're 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 not as bad as some. Uh, you know, some but might hide it
1: differently, but some rant really, away. I'm
0: not. I'm not stepping in. Some on it. are really bad. Now, I'm not going to say the individual's name, but there was a throw that Ben made early in the game, and if you follow my Twitter handle or Twitter thread, you know, you 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 saw my comment, and they and they wrote, "See, I told you, Ben can still throw the deep ball," <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself. I hate that. Like I'm, I'm thinking to like myself, like, play of the game. My I'm dad looking, could make that throw in the
1: flag football game in the backyard. <laughs> the first like, throw of the game, too. I, I it's like, later okay. on. That's the worst.
0: I think to myself, okay. Don't you? Aren't you a jerk? Like, aren't you a journalist? Like, are you oh, his Jesus. PR guy? Like, I don't get it. Like at this point, you have access to him. The platform that the writer no, writes for really. has <laughs> access to him. You don't have to necessarily fight for access. Mm. He's going to talk to you at some point. He might not give you everything, but I just don't understand it. That That's absolutely no, terrible. And, and when I read it, what it does for me as a guy who's, who particularly pays for the content is I feel cheated as a customer. I feel like I'm not going to get truthful stuff because you are hiding stuff for access or you're not telling me the real story like I I don't necessarily care about his feelings I'm not paying for you to to maintain your relationship with the player I'm paying to get information that I might not get because you have access to the player I mean just I, I, I don't understand that that's 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 just one of my pet peeves is media guys that make apologies for players and they advocate for players. There's another media person that does it. I, I think I forget her name. She works for ESPN. I forget her name. Um works uh, for
1: NFL, you mean, right?
0: No, nah, I think she works for the E I think she works for ESPN. She's oh, are you talking
1: about uh, Brooke?
0: No, not Brooke. It's I, I think she's an Indian American. You're talking um, about
1: Dee. She works for NFL yes. Network.
0: Oh, she works for okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, you know, sometimes I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Okay, next. I I just can't. I can't. You know, sometimes I just can't take it seriously because I'm like, "Eh." you shouldn't. You know, I'm like, oh, brother, why? Why? Like, why? You don't like the player's grown up. Like, it's a big guy. Like, he's played 18 years. He's made a lot of money. I mean, is his ego that fragile? I mean, he's just, it is what it is. Can we just be honest with us?
1: I think that's a good rant. I I don't think. See, okay, this this is what I'm going to rant about. And it, it's connected. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue from yours into my point. On the surface, I can't disagree with what you said. Behind that curtain, while I'm not credentialed now, I know those people, I know how the operation works. There's a lot they're not allowed to tell you. They know a lot about. Uh, a, a lot of things now, if if you want to say because of your own, you know, educated or otherwise opinion that Ben Roethlisberger can can still throw the deep ball. Yes. OK, fine. You're right. He can still throw the ball 40 yards down the field. I really don't think that's the point people are making as far as Ben can't throw anymore. Exactly. But if, if you're going to get that jacked up over the first throw of the game <laughs> in which he he lobs a teardrop in, in single coverage, fine, You you win that point. Let's see where he is after he throws the ball 40 times. You see him in the fourth quarter. He was dragging. He can't throw the ball that much. He's now thrown 98 times in two weeks. He's not going to be able to throw next week. Bet heavily on Denver, by the way. Um, That said, yes, those kinds of things are annoying. Um, I am probably just as guilty, if not 10 times as guilty of that as anybody. I, I totally understand why some people will get into that. What I try to do is uh, preface what I'm saying as this is my opinion. This is not anything that I'm gathering from anywhere else. There's a difference. okay? sometimes in the media, you don't really have that established. And people think that you are always on the job when you're making your opinion known. I'm using that to segue into a bit of news that we hopefully you did not hear um, leading into the game in that Jason La of CBS Sports um, Talked to people who are close to the Rooney family, and in some twisted way, kind of suggested that if they were going to make a move at quarterback, it'd be closer to the bye week than right now. That's a pet peeve of mine as somebody in the media because reading between the lines, I know exactly how that conversation most likely went down between the the, the reporter and the source. Hey. If they made a move, they'd probably do it closer to the buy, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, thanks. That turns into, source confirms, if the Steelers consider a move, it'll be at the buy. It's not what they said. (laughs) They're not considering a move. There's no reason to imply that they are, and you don't have the sources to back that up. When people, uh, readers, such as our fine listeners here, the ones commenting here, when they hear stuff like that, they find out that when Ben doesn't get benched, they they thought that he was lying. He just made it up. So now that I'm in the media, I'm considered to be a liar because I don't run bullshit like that. It's a ridiculous comment. It's a ridiculous assertion. And that's coming from a a, a nobody in in the grand scheme of anything. I'm just telling you now, sources don't talk about those kinds of things. The people that make those decisions do not tell that off the record or on, anonymous or otherwise, to Jason Locke and Fora. They don't do that. Yet he will misrepresent the information that he's getting constantly and lead people to believe that something that, that he is suggesting could happen. There's the big word. Remember that word could happen. That usually means somebody said, sure, it could happen. Tell me this. Let me give you a scenario. What if this happened? Would they do this? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose if that happened, yeah, that turns into, they could do this people. A lot of things could happen. Okay. I could wake up with hair again tomorrow. It could happen. I can't rule it out. I'm not betting on it. I'm not going to go report it that it could happen because it's not a scenario that's plausible. It shouldn't be worth your time to listen to that crap. And it bothers me when good outlets get lumped into that. Mark, I I said the wrong word. Lance, I know exactly who you're talking about. And I know that that kind of thing bothers you. And I know that that reporter does that a lot. Um, I don't have an issue with that myself. He's he's engaging in conversation. I'm perfectly fine with journalists doing that. I let my people do it. I do it all the time ad nauseum. Or people probably hate me. Because you don't do it. it like that though. I'm well. Yeah, I do other things that are probably just as annoying. <laughs>
0: he, that particular person has a, a set of Ben palms on. I mean, he's yes, you yes. Know, he, he, he there has there are
1: there are some in the media that want to line up to be the the Ben autobiography ghostwriter. Okay. Yes. Let's put it that way.
0: Yes. Yes. They want to line
1: up to be the guy that NFL Network talks to ten years down the line about the glory years of Ben Roethlisberger. They fight over that kind of thing. There weren't yes. any. Keep in mind, there weren't any in the James Harrison. Uh, um, uh, football life. Did anybody watch that? By the way, we didn't even talk about that. That was phenomenal. Yeah, I didn't watch. Absolutely I have a, that. I
0: have
1: They didn't have DPR. a local reporter. I don't think they had a local reporter at all on that. And beyond that, everybody in Pittsburgh media that covers the Steelers wants to be Ed Bichette. Ed Bichette is the king. He's the guy that gets all of those national spots. He's the guy that everybody turns to. He's the Hall of Fame voter. He's in the Hall of Famer himself. Ed Bichette is the greatest guy in the world. By the way, I love Ed Bichette. Like he's hilarious, the cranky old guy on Twitter thing is is brilliant. And the guy just... I'm
0: talking about was it Ed Bouchette? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not. It was not um, Ed Bouchette. People all want to do
1: that, so they want to get in good with the players. They want to be able to to, to lay good things out. It's not even as nefarious as that, you know. It's not like he's he has a real hardened agenda. Some of them aren't all that smart either. <laughs> okay. I'll just be honest with you. It, it's, they're not thinking that far ahead on, on those kinds of things, but they do want to position themselves to, to help market um, their experience, their knowledge for it. Um, some of them just kind of sound like player homers, you know, and most of them, what they'll tell you, and this is the old cliche among journalists I don't root for teams, but I do root for the players. You know, I hope they do well. It's like, okay, that's kind of the same thing. All right. <laughs> I get that. I understand that because I, for me, it's Cam Hayward. I absolutely love Cam Hayward. I have a relationship with Cam Hayward. He's a great guy. I will say that fully admitting I'm not being objective about it, and I don't really care that I'm not. He's a great guy. I really hope that he does well. I am absolutely cheering for him.
0: At least you would say that, though. Yeah, that, that's, that's my the difference. Thing. I that's, get why man. people
1: would say that. Now, at the same time, if you want to say that, well, you know, Ben doesn't throw the ball deep anymore or whatever, anything like that, fine. It's not that he can't throw a football down the field. It's that it's not accurate. It's not accurate. It isn't thrown particularly hard anymore, and it, it's it's gone. It's not the same Ben that we've seen. That's what people are talking about. He can stand in the pocket all day and and launch a football at a high arc down the field. That's not what we mean by throwing it deep. He he doesn't really do that very well anymore.
0: Sorry. Yeah, he's he's just hard. he's just not a good player. But we're going to go ahead and conclude the show, and um, we're going to let you guys watch uh, the other thing that I have a pet peeve about. But that's another team. Let me just say this real quick, and this is about another team. I don't care why Brady and Belichick broke up. I, I don't care. I just know they beat the living crap out of the Steelers regularly. That's the only thing I care they about.
1: They loved each other in those nights. I remember I, seeing them celebrate all the
0: time. I mean, that, I mean, I don't care anything about that. I, I watched them raise six banners. Hell, the relationship worked. They got divorced, whatever, dude. Like, to to
1: whatever degree I cared about it, it was over when they did it 18 months ago. I don't, yeah, I
0: celebrated when he went to Tampa Bay. I was like, well, at least they watch it after he breaks the record.
1: That's my plan. I'm going to turn it on after he breaks the record. It's
0: just whatever. No, hey, you want to know something funny, Lance? I don't even know what record he's breaking. Which one is it? Touchdowns? All cards? of them. I, all like of, all them, of them. I mean, it's just all of the above. A, B, C, D, E, and F, and G. I mean, hell. The man got ben seven super bowl rings. and
1: hit 400 touchdowns today or broke Dan Marino's mark or Who something. Like that. Everybody cared about that. We can and stop you game better game
0: not before. think, if you're a Steeler fan and you think that Ben Roethlisberger was better than Dan Marino, you better wake up and think twice. Marino. Uh, not better than Marino. Um, Marino was
1: ahead of his time. If they protected quarterbacks back then the way they do now marino jeez, marino would have slaughtered every south side
0: guy south side and, he, and guy. he still did <laughs> and he did and he did he took but with Brady that until
1: he's forty four years old to break a record of his
0: but before we or get not, out of ben, here uh is there anything you got you, you want to steer fans to no uh,
1: i'm gonna guess you don't really want to look at the Steelers site a whole lot but we're gonna talk about Brady breaking records on bucks and Pats, a, if you guys want to dig into that.
0: and D <laughs> The most important one being W <laughs> in championships. Yeah. Those is. Are the ones he's going to continue. Just ranking. won one another team that won a lot. Jeez. I mean, anyway. But we're going to go ahead and conclude okay. the show, listeners. Thank you for chiming in. Hey, man, it's rough, but stay the course. Don't be, Don't find yourself in the whole Twitter rants. Oh yeah, I'm a Steeler fan. I'm ride or die. I'm going to continue to be a Steeler fan. Oh, they lose, and you you're challenging. People I'm mad, on, but
1: I'm a Steelers fan. You know,
0: I'm mad. You know, you're you can't people. be mad if you're a Steelers you can't fan. Be mad. Yes, like, I can. Yeah, like don't find yourself into that business. Look, Put on you're a, a movie, fan. Go to bed. <laughs> okay, you're a fan. They're losing. We're fans. Yeah. It happens, man. It just happens. This is this is the course of the season. It happens. But with Drip
1: that on the Trey Lance bandwagon with me, you'll be happy yes.
0: again. Well, my wife's a little upset too because they lost today as well she particularly hates when the Niners lose to the Seahawks yes my wife is a San Francisco fan she's from San Francisco so don't say anything about that I'm a Steelers fan our house has 11 championships beat that (laughs) beat that anyway but I'm out of here we're out of here and thank you guys for checking out the new standard and as always tune in tell a friend and subscribe